Hey, so welcome back to my podcast and um, Unfiltered Forex and uh, yeah, this week's episode will be about nothing much in general, but majorly I'll talk about stocks, like it's not my main thing, but I'll talk something to do with stocks. So let's get to how my week was, my week first and most important i had a profitable week (laughs) and um yeah being profitable as in the assets i traded were majorly the usd pairs yeah gold euro the cable nzd usd jpy adding to cad no adding to cad and uh yeah so but it was in generally the USD pairs. So what what I did is, you see, last week was NFPs, and the 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 job report wasn't so good. So what happened is, the yeah the job report wasn't so good, but on the charts they were very bullish. Euro jumped, gold. Went up, I don't know, up to where, 1832 or 1835. I'm not entirely sure, but it was somewhere there. All these pairs, yeah, they just went up. And of course, the correlating ones, the USDGPY, USDCD, they were dipping. So what happens is, if the news is bad and the and the pairs are, are showing support for the USD, it means that a correction will come and usually because NFP is on Friday the correction comes on Monday and it starts like as soon as markets open so there was huh yeah so I saw some setups I went short on euro gold GBP yeah and I am in profits but See, gold, it's just oscillating around the levels of 1790, 1800 over there. My target is at 1760. Yeah, so I'm shorting gold. And even next week, I'll still be shorting. <laughs> Hopefully, hoping nothing changes in the markets. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was about my week. Other than that... Mm, something else I did is about yeah cryptocurrency. You see, yeah, there was um there was a a very big dip on these cryptos. Yeah, uh, started when the El Salvador announced they'll be buying more Bitcoin, and then IMF. I don't know what they said, but where well, Bitcoin really dipped. Basically, the whole crypto market just lost a lot, and. Uh, it was so sad because I had open positions like I had bought BTC from 42k and uh, it's dropping from uh, 50k. I don't know up to where I can't remember really, but that drop ended up hitting hitting my stop losses. And uh, yeah. Very sad, but I'll buy again. I think right now Bitcoin is at 46k or something. I think 44, I don't know. Somewhere there maybe. I'll just go and buy again. So, 
other than that, yes, other than the trading part of it, I had open position. Like I, I bought, like I actually bought Bitcoin at 50k. So you can imagine how. I bought at 50k, but you see the rates, like I didn't buy one the, at the price of 150 for 50k. No, it was a bit higher. So I am at a loss. Anyway, no problem there, but um, be looking for money and buy more because this dip seems to be something good. So back to forex stuff. Uh huh. So right now, there's some some swings I am doing. Yeah, I know it's um. It I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but slowly. Day by day, I'm becoming a swing trader. It's not something I imagined myself doing, but um, yeah, it's happening. See, day trading isn't day trading is where like you open a position right now and then within in the course of the day or maybe in the next day it's already closed in profit or in losses. Yeah, it's already closed, but. Um, According according to the way I see myself trading these days, my trades are going even for weeks. Yeah, like gold, shorted gold at eighteen twenty six. Now gold is seventeen eighty eight. By the market are closing. Yeah, so and I have a target of seventeen sixty. I'll have to wait until that target is reached. So, uh huh. What else? But they are blue an account. Yeah. Very unfortunate. I have many accounts because of the kind of job I do. I do account management for Forex stuff. And um, this week, I blew one account. It had a lot of money. And um, yeah, just some, so, some new little trades. And um, boom, there was no money. It's... It kind of hurt me, but um, yeah, and then I started, <laughs> you know how these things go, yeah, when you, when you make, when you, when you blow an account or you get into a losing streak, you start asking yourself, hey, what's going on, what's, <laughs> what's not happening, uh, but it's just life, and um, yeah, you need to look back at your steps and see where you went wrong, like, Personally, I can say, I my mistake was I increased the risk level like so high. I went full margin, and it was full margin on gold. And you know the short term price changes, how they can greatly affect how can can greatly affect one's account. So yeah, account blown. Very sad story. So other than that. There was what? Yeah, that I think that's just just the the only mistake I made in, during the week. Yeah, so all my trades, I think, are in profits, uh, except for one. There was, I think, LDCAD. Yeah, Australian dollar versus Canadian dollar. Yeah, that one, I had a buy, but my stop loss was hit very sad story so 
Mm-hmm. What else? What else? Yeah. I think that's just it. So uh yeah if you listen to about something i mentioned about the nfps if you listen to last week's podcast this week's podcast will make sense so other than that uh someone asked me a question is it yeah this question i was asked by a very good friend of mine a girl by the way and uh (laughs) i am I have to say, I am happy that she's learning. You know, most of uh, these people, they don't really learn anything. These people, I mean, like my friends, people who see me trade, most of them aren't interested. And if they are, it's just for a few days and then they quit. They see how hard it is, they quit. But this one has that kind of consistency that I had when I was beginning. So she asked me, is it possible for someone to be good at stocks and be bad at forex yeah so it's a it's very possible yes that's a yes definitely because stocks what i can say stocks isn't like forex stocks are assets you know like iran currency those are assets like share price shares belong to a company so the share price basically and um you need that kind of um, an investor mindset will go well in stocks, not in forex. Of course, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't leave, you can't be nini what? You can't be revolving around euro USD, GBP USD, or what gold, and expect to make a a long like and expect to be a long holder. No, yes, it can, but it's not, it doesn't add up. You see, Forex, uh, trading on Forex, like the currency pairs, they were made for, like, CFD is just that, like, they aren't supposed to be held for long. It's supposed to profit from the short-term price changes, yeah. But stocks, yes, you can be a very good investor in stocks, like Warren Buffett. And uh, you see, something about stocks is that the fundamentals really come in handy. If you understand fundamentals, someone like me, uh, I think I'll be talking to that about that some, some few minutes from now. Someone like me who understands fundamentals, it can really save you when it comes to stocks. Because interpreting those things Either it's good for the pair, uh, good for the company or bad for the company. You'll know what to do. Especially, yeah, you know, people think it's just good news you buy, bad news you sell. But there's more to that. You have to check if a company is in debt. If a company has debts, that's not a good company. Like, that's just it. Uh, something else. Something I, I can't remember for sure, but um, when a company, like sometimes, sometimes when good news comes, you expect the, the share price of a certain company maybe to take off, but that's not what's going to happen. You might see it crashing and uh, 
crashing like i don't know how bad but usually it happens so understanding the fundamentals going around a company can help you picking the good ones like just buying especially yeah and the good thing about this type of trading we do is that it's um yeah you can profit from both directions of the of the movements if you see this company is a bad one and um it's not worth throwing your coins inside there like some people have very bearish are very bearish on ford ford or maybe yeah ford i think yeah you can just short then it just collapses another company i think people i see people hating is robin hood <laughs> i don't know why but people just don't like it so you can short it and um yeah so that's that's just about stocks and um you see stocks if you're buying like if you're buying you can be an investor there you buy for the long term like what i did because uh on august i bought i bought some netflix shares yeah august beginning of august i bought some netflix shares no actually it was actually just one a micro lot <laughs> yeah but uh, how how the share price has taken off since that time i can say um I did not regret that that decision so yeah that's netflix and um there's a right now there's some other companies whose shares i am buying hoping to close those trades on sometime december or so basically not not this big big yeah they are the big big companies but whose share price is under hundred dollars Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Pfizer, uh, another one, another one, we're getting lost, Twitter, another one, they have gotten lost, yeah, if you want the list, you can DM me on my social media, I can, uh, I can tell you, I can tell you about them, yeah, and, uh, yeah, th- so that's about trading stocks or uh trading between stocks and forex yeah there's a, there's some other people who are good at indices but they suck at forex some other people uh synthetic indices but they eh, i don't i don't know if i ever said this in my podcast but you will never see me trading synthetic indices no 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 i don't i don't believe that that nonsense no this is just algorithms but that's not what they're supposed to be you see the markets are alive like the movements there they are describing fear it's a mix of fear and facts emotions and facts you see like uh if people are showing confidence in a currency you will see it on the chat if people are afraid you will see it if if there's um maybe as you had the the job reports if it's bad you will see it's bad yeah so that's why i like 
live markets, not synthetics, because they are fake. Yes, if I want to trade, they are just algorithms, like um, the way a computer can be programmed to make some some random movements on the screen and then yeah according to a set of commands and such and such i really hate them and if i want to trade on weekends i go to cryptocurrencies <laughs> yeah cryptocurrencies are are what they are also death i don't hate them because that's they are nice like those are facts. They are real figures. They are not made up. Uh -huh. There's something I want to say, but I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah. So, about an edge. Yeah, you can just find your edge. If it's in stocks, you go make your money in stocks. If it's in cryptos, you go make your money in cryptos. Uh, indices. The synthetic ones. Yeah, you go make your money there. Even the the other ones, the Dow, the Nas, S&P 500. Yeah, if your edge is there, you go there. If your edge is in currency pairs, you go do your thing. If your edge is in metals, you go do your thing. Yeah. An edge is a, is a technique or an approach to the market that gets you your profit. Like, it's your trading style. It can be called an edge. Yeah, so that's that's just it. Something else I wanted to mention is about um, hmm, risk management. Yeah, risk management as in not in not when you're there when you're trading. No, risk management begins the moment you you decide which amount of money you want to deposit there. You see, like let's say, uh huh. For someone like me, you can say my risk-reward ratio is very high since the beginning. Like, eh, I deposit, I deposit, let's say, 500 USD. Yeah, 500 USD and how much do I expect from it? Like 3,000 and above. You see, that's, that's a lot of money. And uh, the risk-reward ratio is high because... Uh, yeah, as in I just risk losing $500 to earn $600 there, $6,000 I mean, and above. So, and this doesn't mean, so uh, huh, something else people get mixed up here is that, yes, I have $500 that I am willing to lose, but for the sake of risk management and um maybe... Uh, for in case things go wrong, I may decide to deposit a hundred dollars five times. You see, like a uh, first, I start with the hundred dollars. I try to get these hundred dollars to five hundred dollars, and then continue with my plan to six thousand. Yeah, six thousand or higher. You see, instead of me having to having to deposit the entire $500 and maybe lose everything or just, yeah, or just lose everything. <laughs> Instead of me having to do that and uh, end up with having no other money or because of 
because of the addiction to trading i end up risking more money that i can't afford to lose you see to avoid such deposit progressively yeah like um hmm. if you have $2000 you want to start a trading account with $2000 you can decide to split that into two like you say i have $2000 that i am um, i am risking in the forex market so to how much do i want to gain from this $2000 maybe $10000 or above so what you do is the that 2000 you can decide to split it into half you see i'll deposit $1000 and trade with this one and see if i can get it to 2000 and then continue with my plan you see uh so if that one goes wrong you'll have another $1000 to to trade with this is yeah this is risk management in terms of money you decide to start with yes because so that when you are in there you can you can be relaxed knowing that mm, knowing what this yeah you know that this is isn't a matter of life and death and uh, if i lose this one i have maybe some other money i can deposit and uh, if i lose this one it won't be such a bad thing because yeah i initially risked money that i can afford to lose but anyway other than that someone said uh you can never be rich if you only risk money you can afford to lose yeah that's uh that's just how it is sometimes like uh huh make sure you have your basic needs you food shelter you paid for your rent you have clothing and uh yeah just make sure your basic needs are all in check if you have a child make sure school fees paid if you have bills to clear make sure they are all paid and then maybe money you were supposed to go out with you can decide now to trade with that one or yeah it's money you can afford to lose but it's not money that if you lose you will die you see i hope you're getting my point yeah they still risk but it's not a matter of life and death it's never that serious by the way so yeah that's that's just how it is and um i discovered according to my trading strategy if if i get a trading bot that can follow my strategy can make some good money by the end of the year <laughs> start looking for trading bots yeah the area some books on how trading bots are used and uh, some traders how they modify them to work in correlation with their strategies so it's something i have to try so back to back to risk management if you keep the risk level the same let's say you have a risk reward ratio of maybe 1 to 5 yeah and your winning rate is above 70% like out of 10 trades you win 7 you lose 3 you see you are at a profit 
if your risk reward ratio is that high and um if yeah if your risk reward ratio is that high and if you keep the risk level the same in all trades see there is this poison that comes yeah i think i can call it that after a winning streak like let's say you are past seven trades have been in profits then the eighth one is called overconfidence eh? you decide to double the lot size then what happens your stop loss is hit and you lost like maybe even your the entire profit you had made in the previous trades you see it's not yeah just keep the risk level the same per trade and um once in a while you can increase but make sure as you're increasing the risk or maybe the lot size uh the the loss won't set you back so much yeah i know high risk high reward low risk low reward but yeah you need to be very careful there's high risk that's well managed yes this is what i do personally i can say that high risk that is well managed because my stop losses are usually very tight and um, even if it's high risk uh, it's it's pretty much matches the all the other trades yeah like all trades are high risk and i have a high winning rate so I'd, i'll be at a profit at the end of the day so i think uh there's something else i want to talk about yeah about the psychology parts of it now when you're there you know greed greed is real hmm? greed is real anger is real hey <laughs> you know when you you make some profits and then you decide you start feeling like you're a champion uh, that's overconfidence that comes just when you think you got it the markets will humble you again and again and the, and the cycle will never end until you learn to maintain that steady what, what can i call it that steady i don't know if humility or something yeah <laughs> hey if you if you let profits get into your head you will feel terribly yeah just somewhere in red don't let your profits get to your head and don't let your losses get to your heart because the head like uh if you keep your losses in the head like if you actually decide to learn from them you'll end up being a better person if you keep your losses in the heart i mean like not you understand what i'm saying yeah that's how emotions come about yes if you take your losses personally you'll start revenge trading comes or maybe losing hope it comes so don't take your losses to the heart and don't let your profits get to the head yeah when profits get to the head that's what you hear me saying here about overconfidence which is bad yeah learn to manage that and you'll be okay something else i wanted to say was about what yeah i think i think i'll be writing some of these things 
yeah just right time surely surely but i think i'll be writing now detailed ones so still on risk management and um about lot size i think in my previous podcast i talked about leverage yes and leverage has no effect on your account like seriously as in it has an effect but it has no effect in the profit or loss you're gaining what controls your profit or loss is the lot size my friend so no matter how high or how low your leverage is always check the lot size you're using and even on the asset you're trading because uh on some assets the a small movement can give a big loss a, a big price change you see uh, on some assets a big movement can give a small price change yeah so be very careful with the lot size more than you're careful on the leverage part yeah try to always use micro lots it's better to be safe than sorry and you know losses you'll handle them alone so and then there's this group that i belong to it's a group of traders and you know how if you're here and you've been in a trading group not just in a trading group in just like many other communities you know how it is there's people who know like the what can you call them like the experts or something and then there's the newbies those who know but they don't know so much and the those who don't know anything so what some people do is they share their insights on the markets you see like uh, if i see a setup and we decide to take a screenshot on how i am seeing it and the position are open and then send it to the group and maybe tell them mm-hmm, like what i did this week on gold and tell them my analysis on gold is that it has to get to 1760 before we can start seeing a constant uptrend yeah you can do something like that basically that's what people do and um yeah just share the insights and then uh you see like me sharing my insights i don't expect to see people trading according to what i'm seeing yes i'm a good trader yes i make more than i lose but um you can't expect people to to stop doing their thing and follow you as the fact that they are traders it means that they know trading is about sticking to your plan not following some youtubers or some some random guys idea no matter how correct it is you need to have your own understanding of the markets and uh, your own understanding of the markets and yeah your own edge you see so yeah that group people share and i i saw some guy yesterday complaining that people aren't taking his like not like complaining it's just yeah he was he was just like i don't know if he's sure of what you're saying that he's been sending signals here and people aren't taking them and you can see from that guy he's not understanding the point of people sharing their thoughts we do not share our thoughts for you to read them no me telling you how i trade 
I don't tell you this so that you can be like me. No. I tell you this so that you can at least see things from a different perspective and um, over and above develop your own strategy which can be better which I can't say it can be better or worse than mine but which is best for you for yourself you see yeah so someone sharing their insights it's not them telling you what to do you it's up to you to decide if you want to follow this guy or not but you're supposed to learn yeah like um someone can send a screenshot of a setup as it is beginning and then they'll say they're opening a short position you there you're just seeing but you you know you'll not open your short position yourself you're just checking to see how it will go and then you see him maybe explain about it like me i do explain my setups like before i get in i say if it's uh overbought that's why i'm shorting or if i seen uh, a broadening wedge or a descending triangle i usually see these things because you know that's that's what's actually useful it's not about how much money i made no it's about how what made you what made you do what you did yeah so sharing your insights something like that you see someone do that you don't you don't necessarily have to get into retreat but you can say to monitor how it went and maybe even take a step further and dm them and ask them about the setup that's if they are generous enough to tell you about it yeah and uh what yeah i think that's that's it this time i didn't have much to talk about mm-hmm. so i think i'll stop from there next week on my watch list is uh i can't remember if i remember clearly there was a euro chf euro gpy gpusd uh euro usd but not so much gold steel a uh, nzd uh nzd usd usd gpy yeah those are those are just some of them some of the pairs i'll be watching next week yes and stocks yeah stocks i, I just mentioned that i'm buying and just leaving them open on the on stocks stocks that involve retailers like like the stocks that stocks online uh know what am i saying as in stocks that's just about shopping yeah that's the best explanation i can get right now stocks about shopping like ebay it's an online shop amazon it's an online shop alibaba what other one uh coca-cola is a the beverage stock i think they make soft drinks coca-cola pepsi which other one food food cfds yeah uh you can hold them from now until december or mid january because you see consumer spending usually 
increases as we go towards the end of the year you know the festive season especially on december because it's christmas people spend a lot of money like a lot a lot people travel yeah so airline companies people buy food people go out people buy stuff online especially yeah so that's that's just it some stocks uh you can just look at the general the situation at the time or situation of what's to come yeah no, let me finish there i didn't want this to be so long and awkwardly boring yeah so i think that's that's just it if you want to buy the stocks you can you can just hit me up and then i can help you choose from the ones available and yeah we can talk so i think i leave i leave it at that yeah share like a follow comment but there's some of you seeing you don't comment here you just text me on my socials which is okay yeah yeah so let me let me end now let me end <laughs>